Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla having a great time today. We're actually doing our radio show this week, two days early, because it's a special day for me. It's Election Day, one of the most important days for me in my life, and always will be. And I'm going to talk about why it's so important with me in my life, with the love of my life, Sherry Hill, later on the show. She's going to join me and talk about real estate in northern Nevada and how getting through the election and looking forward to 2021 are going to impact our ideas about real estate as we round the corner that's coming up real fast. We'll also look at the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. They just came in, and we'll let you know where the median home prices are. You can well imagine, but we'll tell you anyway after this. Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like artificial intelligence, systems that can program themselves, blockchain that can do for business what the internet did for communications. Excel your skills in the job market. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. SunTech Storm Windows are the clear, tough, versatile way to lock out cold winter drafts on your windows and doors. If you want to immediately reduce your energy bill, call SunTech 224-5093 for a free estimate. SunTech Storm Windows are a great alternative. In fact, 60% less cost than those high-priced dual or triple-pane windows. Want to keep the cold out, the heat in, and save money? Call SunTech 775-224-5093 for fast, friendly installation. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, your host, and a very happy host I am because I have made it through the month of October. Looking forward to the big holiday months, November and December, and already thinking about getting ready for 2021. A lot of people are asking me what the real estate market's going to look like in the new year. We're going to find out from some of the top experts in northern Nevada. And we're going to start off after this break with our call-in guest, Gary McDonald from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We'll be back after this. You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm looking forward to so many things in the new year. One of the things is the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference coming up fast, Feb 26 and 27 in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. You will be amazed how much you will love the world of beekeeping once you get there. The best way to get started is to join us at the 2021 Beekeepers Conference. Get all the information online, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Tell them Peter sent you. With me as my guest in this segment via telephone, Gary McDonald from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Welcome back to our show, Gary. Hi, Peter. Good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice, too, Gary. You know, more and more, I value good voices. Been on the radio a long time. But in today's world, the lockdown world, Gary, it's really about the voice nowadays. I bet you get a lot of good comments about your radio voice, too. Well, I have a face for radio, Peter, so thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and a handsome man you are, Gary McDonald. <laughs> well, I've known you for a long time. 
um, launched my radio show 15 years ago, and it wasn't much long after that that you came to visit with us because you were already in the real estate business. You have experience in the title and escrow business as well as the real estate business. Gary, that's got to be a big advantage for you because deals are so complicated nowadays. Peter, it has helped. Uh, the background that I have, I started in real estate in the late 1970s in upstate New York in a very small community. We had no MLS. We had no uh, cooperation officially between brokers. And so it was a good way to learn the basics of the business. And I was very fortunate that I had a great broker who taught me an awful lot. You know, having a great mentor is one of the best things that any one of us can have, Gary, because we all have to start someplace. And I remember my early days in the mortgage world back in 2004. It wasn't much much long after that that I met. I met my mentor, and my mentor, his name, Ben Barker, the late Ben Barker. He passed away back in 2014, but what a smart man Ben Barker was. I carry a lot of his knowledge in my brain, and a lot of it, Gary, that I learned from Ben Barker was not to worry so much about the world of real estate. He said to me, Peter, don't worry about it. It will always work out. Keep moving forward. Ben Barker, what a great man. It's complicated today, Gary, and a lot of people I know are concerned about moving into the world of real estate. But no matter how you look, far you look back, and no matter who you see was in charge of the political administrations of the time, real estate generally goes as far as value in one direction. Tell us about that. Real estate has been a constant way to earn wealth in our country for many, many years. Um, there have been some ups and downs, uh, the, the big downturn in 2007, 8, 9, 10. Uh, I got back into the real estate business when uh, 2012, 2013, and 75% of the market was short sale and foreclosure. Well, that was all set up at that time by uh, speculation, lack of an ability to pay, and a mortgage market that if you could uh, literally fog a mirror, you could get a home loan. And so many people had many home loans that once they lost their jobs, once they lost their source of income, it didn't take long for them to uh, lose the home. So the difference between the market we had then and the market that we have now, it's much more difficult to qualify for a home. We're seeing an awful lot of cash in the marketplace. And it's a much more stable market in that uh, if you do a trend line over what, what appreciation should be on a normal basis, we're running fairly close to the trend line, whereas in 2007, we were way, way, way above the trend line. And uh, the market had just taken off and the basis underneath it wasn't very strong. Yeah, I remember that time very well, Gary. In fact, I was a mortgage lender at that time of my career, and it was in 2012. People were asking me, hey, have we hit the bottom yet? I didn't tell them then that we had because I didn't know it. But the reality is, if you look back, January of 2012, the median home price in northern Nevada, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built, existing construction, price was $150,000, Gary. And I saw your report come in just yesterday to our offices as far as the median home prices in northern Nevada. Would you like to share that number with our listeners, Gary? Peter, I, I've been teaching and doing some other things. I do know that in the month of uh, uh, September, I think the average median sale price was $440. Uh, well, it has been hovering in that area. What was it yesterday? Uh, it was actually right near there at $445,000. So what I'm telling people, Gary McDonald, is that we are approaching one-half million dollars. <laughs> Who would have thought for a median home price in northern Nevada? Is that unbelievable? It is and it isn't. Um, when we had the downturn, there were four areas that got particularly hit when the market crashed. That would be Nevada, California, Arizona, and Florida. And uh, our market prices, you, you relate back to 2012. When I first got in this business, I knew the bottom had been reached. When I could build, when I could buy a home for 100000 less than I could build a home. 
Yeah. I knew that the market, the bottom, the bottom of the market had to be there. Yeah. And I knew that there was no place to go but up. And so after the foreclosures and the short sales worked, worked their way through the market, we started to see a very steadily appreciating marketplace based on supply and demand. Right now, we are being driven by a very large demand. When you think about mortgage rates, you were back in it in 2006. I had a mortgage of 6.78%. And today, you can go secure a 30-year purchase money mortgage for um, actually deed of trust. You can go get a deed of trust for uh, 2.75 or less. And that is part of what is sustaining our marketplace. It's affordability and um, it, it, it's got a lot of people scared, but right now we are selling more properties with less inventory than we have in the last many, many years. It's really amazing time in real estate. Gary, I remember I had a great mentor uh, besides Ben Barker. His name is Robert Cunnington, and Robert was an outstanding mortgage lender for many, many years. And, you know, he he really told me a lot about the market that, you're not necessarily teached about in or taught about in the in the world of real estate education or mortgage education. But what he told me that really stuck with me, Gary, was this. He said, when it comes to time to buy a home, uh, it's not so much about the price. In fact, the price really means nothing. What it really is about, he said, is the terms. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, just imagine this, Peter. A typical home in northern Nevada at the time was probably running $250,000. He says, what if you could buy a home for a million dollars? Same home instead for a million dollars. I said, that'd be crazy. Why would I pay four times for a house than uh, I could if somebody's selling it for $250,000? He said, here's the reason, Peter. If the terms are right, offer the guy to pay him a million dollars for his property. You'll pay him $1 a month for a million months. The terms are yours. The price is his. Well, that's a broad example, an outrageous example, but Gary, it comes down to it. It's really about the terms, and when you're talking about interest rates in the twos and threes, my goodness, that has a big impact on the price. It does. It does, and it's it's allowed the pricing to work its way up. It, it's also been driven by a lot of people uh, with COVID-19, people that used to go into a, an office in a major metropolitan area were suddenly able to work from home. They yeah. could work remotely. And now what's happening is if people can work remotely, they are abandoning the big cities. Uh, New York is having a huge downturn. San Francisco, they're leaving leaving as fast as they can. And they're going to places. Um, Nevada is one of them. Uh, the Vegas area is being driven by Los Angeles. The northern Nevada area is being driven by San Francisco. Uh, California is fueling growth in Oregon, Idaho, Arizona, Utah, Montana. Uh, people are just going to live where they want to wake up every morning rather than where they have to wake up to go to a job. Of course. And, and let's face it, Gary, there are people who cannot afford to live in San Francisco. A lot of people cannot afford to live in Beverly Hills. A lot of people cannot afford to live in Reno, Nevada. I mean, let's face it, economy changes from city to city, state to state. As a young man, I remember moving from various states to other states for job opportunities, for better pricing on homes, living living conditions, etc. That is still the case today, and I want to encourage all young people to think about this. You do not have to buy a home in the most expensive parts of the country, San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, Reno, if it will. You can actually live in other parts of the country, much less expensive to live in. And because of today's digital world and digital work environment, you can actually work from Amarillo, Texas. You can work from Oklahoma City. You can work from Rocky Ford, Colorado, all sorts of fun rural places and still keep your gig in the big urban areas. So, Gary, that's one of the reasons I know Northern Nevada looks much more attractive every single day for people all across the country. Any final thoughts for our listeners, Gary, that want to make Northern Nevada their home and start over here? To me, it, I, I came here in, in the uh, 
mid 70s uh, 80s and it's a place that i love waking up to it's a place i love going to bed at night um there is such a sense of community here that is hard to find in many other places now we've lost the ability right now to congregate we've lost the ability to uh, gather in in large groups uh, but we still have a sense of community here that is uh, like very few places that I've ever been, a friendliness, a welcomeness, and this area is going to continue to grow, mainly because of the fact that it's such a desirable place to live. Great great airport, great access to the mountains, ski area, hiking, boating, uh, recreational activities. This is just a great place to live. Gary it's McDonald. not going to change. Yeah, Gary McDonald, you're a great person to know and talk to about real estate. You are the president-elect of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Busy man at work and at your other work is actually selling real estate. If anybody wants to find out more about Northern Nevada real estate and they want to talk to Gary McDonald, what is the best way? Probably by phone right now, Peter. It's um, 775-848-6687. And um, I can be reached through the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors also. Very good. We'll put all that contact information on our website. Gary, make it easy for people to find you. And hopefully next time we talk, you'll be able to come to visit with us right here in our studios. I always like to see you. Please tell Sherry I said hi and uh, uh, continue to do well. You provide a great service for our market, Peter. Thank you. Now you're very welcome, Gary McDonald. That's a great segue because Sherry Hill is going to be on our show later on this broadcast. So please stay tuned and we'll be right back. Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like artificial intelligence, systems that can program themselves, blockchain that can do for business what the internet did for communications. Excel your skills in the job market. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here, and when I recommend anybody needing a mortgage to a qualified mortgage lender, the first person I think about is Brian Cushing from the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. Those guys there are really professional. The men and women of Guild Mortgage have got a system to get you pre-approved quickly and let you know just how much of a home you can afford to buy or refinance. And if you need help with other elements of your credit, Brian Cushing and his team, they can take care of those things for you too. Get you on the road to home ownership. Want to learn more? Give them a call, 775-453-0345 or visit homeloansreno.com. Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 303045. Tell him Peter sent you with me in the studio today. 
the lovely Sherry Hill. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? Oh, today? I'm doing great. I have my little I voted sticker on. Exactly. That's why I'm letting people know that this week we are pre-recording our show a couple of days early because it's election week and it's actually election day. Sherry, isn't it great to get out there and really feel like you're a patriot, really feel like an American? I mean, I just can't think of anything better to demonstrate being American than voting. Yes, well, it's our it's our opportunity to get our voices heard, and yeah. so I hope everyone um, you know did vote, and certainly um, you know feels good about their selections. Yes, and by the time this program is airing, I'm sure our listeners will already have a good idea of which way we're heading as the year is coming to a close, and we're looking at 2020. Look, regardless of which candidate wins, even though we all might have our preferences. The fact is the American dream continues, and one of the top American dreams is always home ownership. And that's what I want to talk about today, Sherry, is how you feel about the temperature of the clients that you're dealing with, the people that you interact with, as they think about things like owning businesses, owning real estate, owning homes. I mean, let's face it, a lot of real estate investors are investors because they know that there are a lot of first-time home buyers in the world, and these investors are very likely going to sell their homes at some point to a first-time home buyer or help somebody get toward establishing themselves so that they can buy the home they're renting from these individuals. It really takes that American dream to make it all work. Is this still alive, Sherry Hill? Oh, of course. I think the real estate market is hot, and I think it's going to be even hotter because even though I don't know some of the things going on, especially in California, if, you know, their proposal to increase property taxes on commercial buildings, uh, we're going to see a lot of exodus out of the state, not necessarily coming to Nevada, but certainly across the nation. They're already seeing people pouring out of New York. Uh, San Francisco, and so it, it's going to be an interesting next year. Yeah, and this proposition that it was on the ballot, I believe it's Proposition 15, it talks about raising the tax base on commercial property, leaving residential property, uh, property alone. But Sherry, whether it passes or doesn't pass in this round, the fact that the state legislature that the state leaders are thinking about things like this just tells you what's going to be coming in the future well, sure, one way or another yeah. the tax base of california is going to get smaller because people are leaving in droves it's just amazing that so many people want to leave this state not because it doesn't have beauty or agriculture or culture it just doesn't have sensibility it seems like when it comes to the political powers. Or consistency. I mean, you know, people that invest in businesses, you know, they're looking for 20, 30 years, right? They need consistency. They need sameness as far as what are my costs? What is my rent? How long am I signing a lease? If I'm starting a restaurant or a manufacturing plant, I can't be at the whim of every legislature. Very true. Very true. It just seems like... Uh, uh, yes, in some parts of the country, you get a break from certain kinds of uh, laws and regulations, you know, with the changing of the temperature of the political climate. But the West Coast, California, has pretty much stayed on the side that it's been for a long time on the left side. And you're just getting more and more substantial changes and demands from the political climate that is really making it uncomfortable for many people to continue to live in California. Well, but it's not just rents and things like that. I mean, you have to understand as a business owner that something that's going to be on the horizon is unemployment taxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much every single state has drained their rainy day fund for unemployment. They've borrowed money from the federal government. And guess who gets to make that up? Every business owner in every single state. So this is state level, then you add in federal level, right? So, I mean, we have a lot coming down the pipe that, you know, we have to be cognizant of what is going on around the country and to make sure that you're preparing now to understand that somewhere along the line, taxes are going to go up. If it's not federal, it certainly will be at a state level. Absolutely. These, these shortfalls will have to be made up at one way, in one way, shape, or form. 
And at this point, so many people are thinking about all of the problems, all of the emergencies, all of the uh, panics that we're all in. Forget thinking about the fact that we have to be fiscally conservative. We have to think about how we're going to pay for things and how are we going to live tomorrow because Sherry, I just saw another report stating that many of the deaths across the country that have been attributed to COVID-19 are, in fact, as a result of other illnesses as well. So it doesn't really have the kind of impact, hasn't had the kind of impact that many people, I believe that many people thought it had. And so the fact is, we've been idle for no good reason at all. We've got to get back to work, get back on the street, get back to living our lives. And tragically, you know, this really affected business. When you think of all the restaurants and all the retail, I mean, bankruptcy, so the bankruptcy filings, particularly towards the end of the year and the new year, I mean, this is going to be a different business climate coming into 2021, and there's a lot of people that are not going to recover. Does that mean that people, you know, aren't going to still be innovative and, and want to start companies, maybe not as big a companies, or they're going to work from home, a lot of other opportunities? However, we have not seen the full fallout from this pandemic as is related to business, small business across America. My guest is Sherry Hill. She's the wealth protection diva at Sage International, helping companies all across the country to start to grow their businesses, to become more successful, especially in today's challenging world. Sherry Hill, you and I traveled uh, across the West a little bit, not long ago, a few months ago, we had the chance to go into Texas. You remember that trip we took into Amarillo? Yes. Very nice community it was, uh, much more developed and refined than I remember from my trip back there in the late 70s. But it's amazing to me when I look at the values of the homes, the prices of the homes there and in and around Amarillo, Texas, beautiful homes, they cost in some cases half of what they our median home price in northern Nevada. Wasn't it amazing to see the difference in prices and really not that far of a distance to travel? No, and that's where a lot of states, especially in the Midwest, are attracting a lot of people, especially with gig work and you know people that can become consultants and you have clients all over the world. You don't really have to stay in a big urban area. And you know we see it with uh, the election, certainly. You, you got lines and lines and lines in these big urban, big cities. People got to wait hours and all day. And you and I walked in and within 10 minutes, we were done and gone, you know. If the restaurants in town moved that fast, Sherry, and gave us that kind of service, well, I'd be, it'd be a pleasure to go out to have dinner again. We wouldn't have to minimum occupancy and face masks everywhere you go and you know, waiting in lines and what it wasn't like that at all. I think, of course, it had a lot to do with early voting. I was first thinking that maybe it was just one party that was going to be going toward early voting, but I think a lot of people wanted to early vote to make sure that their vote actually counted with so many different ways to submit your vote nowadays. There's nothing like showing up face to face. Wasn't that an interesting experience that we had? It was, it was always enjoyable. I love to vote. And also, you know, things on our ballot that are going to matter to our state. Uh, you know, so you have to get engaged at some level, whether it's local, state, or national elections. I mean, that's where your voice counts. And so it's very exciting to see that we've done our civic duty. And I'm very happy. And I think a lot of people, you know, just just finally getting to this day is such a relief. Oh, yes. It especially is for me, Sherry Hill. I mentioned as we were going into the show, I have a very re special reason for loving Election Day. You see, I grew up in a large family. I'm the 10th of 11 children. And we were not what you would call affluent at all. In fact, we lived in a farm laborer's house when I was a little boy. And so we didn't have much as far as material possessions. But regardless... I remember my mom and dad getting ready to go vote, and even though there were 11 kids at home, they left us with our older brothers and sisters, and my mom and dad got in their old 51 Chevy pickup, and they were gone for a few hours, and they went into town, and of course they did their voting, got some groceries, and came back, and it was always, well, it was like a, you know what it was, it was like the Academy Awards <laughs> for my parents. Yes, they got all dressed up, and they walked out, and we just loved them. And it's a wonderful day. I love Election Day, Sherry Hill. I'm glad you're with us today when we're talking about the importance of 
voting, but we're also going to look at the home values in northern Nevada. Talk a little bit about how they compare along this trip that you and I took recently to Amarillo, Texas. We have to take a quick break, though. We'll be back after this. Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like cybersecurity, systems that understand, reason, learn, and protect from cyber threats. The Internet of Things, transforming industries by leveraging cutting-edge technologies. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions with answers from Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Sherry Hill is my guest. Sherry is the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International. Sherry Hill is the host of the Sherry Hill Radio Show. It airs on Mondays at 1130 a.m. right here on our same radio station, 1180 AM radio. Also get a 1 PM broadcast for the Sherry Hill Show on Sunday afternoons. Great time to relax and listen to some wisdom from the Wealth Protection Diva. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Show on 1180 AM radio. The other thing I love about Sherry Hill is that like many of the professionals on broadcast television, she has a book that has established her as the Wealth Protection Diva. Incorporate and Get Rich is the name of the book. Sherry Hill is the author. Tell us a little bit about the book, Sherry. Well, I still get calls on it every day, so people, it's funny. It's a book, uh, even though I've written it seven times, I do probably need to write the eighth version. It just doesn't leave a bookshelf. And so people get excited. They dream. They think about starting their own businesses. You do realize that the only way that you can truly create wealth is that you have to have your own business uh, compared to just being a W-2 wage earner for your entire life. Not saying that that's bad, just if you're someone who has realized, like myself, very early on that you're unemployable. So you can't really work for other people. You need to drive your own destiny. And so the book really talks about what you need to understand about starting and growing a successful company. And Sherry, you and I talk about all kinds of businesses because I know you have people come in that have storage facilities. Other people come in, maybe they have a taco restaurant or they're opening up a food truck or they've got a warehouse that they're going to start to lease out. But many of the people that I hear you talking to, they're real estate investors. These are business people, entrepreneurs, business owners the same way as somebody that owns a donut shop. But I bet most people, when you talk to them about small businesses and ownership of businesses, they don't really think about the part of it, right? Being a real estate investor? Well, no, because they think of themselves just as an investor. So it's really interesting. I mean, I talk to people and one of the things that, you know, I really sometimes struggle with some is they go out and they spend, you know, thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on real estate and they take it all in their personal name and then I come back in and try and describe and explain to them why protecting those assets are important and it's almost like I have to, you know, for some twist their arm. I have a great example, gentlemen, they own 14 properties in Alabama, they live in California, it's all in their personal name and, you know, when I try and explain the importance of protecting those assets, they get kind of hung up on, well, what's it going to cost me to do all of that, which isn't a lot. What they don't understand is that if something happened, they have probate in that state, and they don't even think about the issues and problems and cost and emotion that's going to go into cleaning up all that mess. And so, you know, I really try and help people understand it isn't just about protecting the asset. It's, it's about looking at your entire wealth strategy and having an entity in place is really putting that foundation under that real estate investor dream. Sherry Hill is my guest. She's the wealth protection diva at Sage International. Sherry Hill, you know this, but maybe some of our listeners don't know this. I was formerly a mortgage lender 
For over 10 years, I helped people get pre-approved, pre-qualified, authorized, go to the closing table, buy their homes. I'm very proud of the work I did for those 10 years. One thing I learned in those 10 years, Sherry Hill, was this. Do you know what the number one cause of divorce is in America? Real estate. Can you imagine? I mean, I heard that everywhere I went. I talked to people that were building a home. They said, Peter, you never want to build a home. It's the best cause of divorce. Somebody else said to me, Peter, you don't want to get into investment with your wife because it's a big cause of divorce. And everywhere I hear this, it's such an emotional thing. It's such a, it's such a big change in your life. I think before you buy real estate, you really need to make sure that you've got all the pieces together. Well, I would agree. I, I work with a lot of couples, and it seems like one of them is, you know, the ramrod. They're yes, out buying yes. properties, they're doing all the work, and the other's at home not really thinking about it, being dragged to a signing table, not really understanding everything that's going on. Yeah. And so I really help the couples understand that, you know, this is a, a team effort. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And again, if something happens to one, is the other one going to be totally in the dark, have no idea where the bank accounts are, where the real estate is, what the next, how much money they owe, all those things. So it's really important. If you're going to invest as a couple, just like you would with other partners, then everyone needs to be on the same page and understand what's truly going on. And Sherry, I've worked with couples where I, there is that one person that is the ramrod. And let's say in this case, it's the man who is the ramrod of this deal. And he sets it all up. He does all the work. And then at the end, the wife comes in. Her job is to sign the papers. I've had him go that way. I've also done him the other way where the wife is the ramrod mm -hmm. and the husband comes in at the last minute. And it appears in, in, in the eye of many, I'm sure, that the ramrod person is the one that has the quote unquote advantage in this situation because they know all the terms. I know all the deals. And, you know, they're the ones that, you know, are, are making the call on if it's good or if it's not. Well, you would think it's that way. But I'll tell you, I've seen some of those deals go bad. And when it goes bad, guess who the ramrod is? The other. It's the well, other. Well, the other thing I see a lot, because I do a lot of cleanup, is where the ramrod individual is out buying all the real estate and they're sticking it in their own name. And now we happen to live in a community property state, right? But if the wife or the husband isn't on title, say you're buying property in the Midwest, and all of a sudden, only one of the spouse is on title. What do you think happens if something happens to that person? Well, there are probably a lot of legal issues. Probate. Probate. There you go. <laughs> Probate, other issues, don't know, have no idea. And then the cost and complication and everything else. And so I'm, I'm really always curious about how a spouse can go out, uh, I mean, unless it's purely just their own money, they inherited it, and it's their right for that. But when you're using community assets, I would think that being part of that community, husband, wife, uh, uh, domestic partners, whomever, that you would, you would want to be on title too. Absolutely. So my recommendation <laughs> to anybody that is looking to purchase real estate, something new, and you're doing it on your own, make sure you're talking to your spouse I don't care if it's coming from the male side or the female side or whatever the gender types we use nowadays. Sherry Hill, it doesn't matter. You've got to let your partner in the transaction know exactly what's going on. Otherwise, if it goes south and you're going to need some help, that person is not going to be very willing to help you. In fact, they may be wanting to get rid of you. So you've got to keep everybody informed on real estate transactions. Let's look at some of the values that I've been talking about. Sherry Hill, that trip that we took to Amarillo, Texas, you know, I brought back some literature that shows me some of the homes, what they look like, some of the pricing of these homes. And when you look at, you know, the homes that we're looking at and the kind of prices that we're looking at, to me, they look like they're anywhere from 25 to 50% less for comparable houses than you would see here in Northern Nevada. And there were some pretty nice properties, Sherry. I was looking at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors' latest update, and we have a chance to look and see what their monthly snapshot looks like. The median home price for a home in the Reno Sparks area, 
$455,000. That's up 3.4% from the month prior, and I guarantee you it's up from last year. When you're talking about $455,000 for a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, a typical home in northern Nevada, let's face it, you're almost at a half a million dollars. Sherry Hill, did you ever think you would see that kind of a price value in northern Nevada when you moved here? No, I didn't, but then we did see it, and then we saw it totally disappear <laughs> as well. So, which I don't see that happening here. I don't either. At this point in time, however, you know, that's one of the reasons that I moved from Northern California, you know, almost 30 years ago, because the median home price in, you know, wine country where I lived was about that, three hundred and fifty to $400,000 for a little track house. I moved to Nevada, I get six and a half acres out in Red Rock, three bedroom, two bath house, and I paid $134,000 for it. Amazing, mm -hmm. right? It's amazing. So that was why I moved here. Mm -hmm. Now, all these people are moving here, and pretty soon it's gonna be the young people are gonna be like, well, I can't afford a home here, maybe I should go east. You know, Sherry, that's the absolute <laughs> truth, and I we, only we talk about it enough in society is that when you're in the starting uh, part of your careers and your lives, you really can't afford the same things that the older generation has because the older generation has worked hard, they've worked long, they've saved money. It takes time to build assets. I know that. When I was in my 20s, I had very little, and I'd look at these 50, 60-year-old guys, and I'd say to myself, how did they do it? How did they get to this point where they own this or they have that? I mean, they must have had it easy. Well, little did I know, they didn't. You gotta, you've got to work for it. But this is a great time to think about looking at other living opportunities across the country. Look, in San Francisco, three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage probably runs a little over a million dollars. In Reno, Nevada, close to half a million dollars. Make your way to Amarillo, Texas, you're at about $200,000 to $225,000. Go a little further to Arkansas, you're under $200,000 for your typical median home, three bedroom, two baths, two car garage. So imagine this, if you're a techie and you're working from home because the new world says you do everything practically on Zoom and through the internet, people, you can live anywhere and you can travel anywhere too. So let's face it, why are you forcing yourself to live in San Francisco or even Reno if you can't afford to live here? Look at some of these other parts of the country. On the flip side of this record, I want to talk to the people that are already in Nevada. Maybe you're lifetime residents, maybe you're natives. You better buy some real estate while you can as a Nevada native because pretty soon it's going to be harder and harder because people from out of state are coming in. So come on, Nevadans, let's buy some real estate. Let's invest in a business. Sherry Hill, do you think that's good advice? Well, I mean, certainly only if you can afford it. I look at my daughter who's trying to, you know, pay rent and the rents are off the chart. So I, I'm just curious how young people who are paying rents in the range of $2,000, $2,500 a month for an apartment that used to be about 1200 you know, looking at this, there's a lot of frustration and struggle mm -hmm. because that could be a house payment, but yep. they don't make enough or they don't have savings to be able to qualify for a home. Yep. Yep. So, so I would think that, you know, those under 30 are probably a little frustrated and upset right now because they're stuck. Right? Yes, yes. Well, let me tell you, I had the same issues when I was under 30 years old. But like you, Sherry, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. I talked to my landlord at my apartment building about ways to reduce my rent. He said to me, Peter, I can get your rent down to zero. I said, really? How do I do that? He said, I need you to manage 12 of the units. Hey, what do I have to do? He said, you have to pay one unit a month. So at the end of 12 months, you will have painted all the units and collect the rent. Can you handle that? Boy, did I. Sherry Hill, that was the best thing that happened to me. I was able to save some money and get started toward home ownership. Young people, if you're out there and you're struggling, think like an entrepreneur. You might be able to accomplish your goals sooner than you thought. Sherry Hill, you're the person I recommend people talk to. If somebody wants to reach you, how's the best way? I would have them call me, 786-5515, set up a free 30-minute consultation. It doesn't matter where you are in Northern Nevada. If you have an idea, a lot of people are buying existing businesses right now. Older people are deciding they want to retire. They want to get out, 
next generation coming in, a lot of opportunities seeing that going on. Um, so that's good news because that means those businesses are going to continue to be serving our communities and not just closing their doors. Now's a good time to be positive as we get toward the end of the year. Make sure that we have something great kicking in in 2021. Sherry Hill, I know that our time is short, but I do have to talk to you a little bit. I want to share with our listeners about what you and I are going to be doing in February of 2021. Of course, we're going to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. I've talked to people about how excited I am about it, but share with our listeners how you feel about every year's bee conference in Yarrington, Nevada. Oh, it's so much fun. It's just fun to go out and hang out in Yearington. It's like a little staycation out there. It's a beautiful community. Beekeepers are a lovely bunch of people. We learn, we get educated, we share. And it's just, you know, a great concept for urban beekeepers if you want to come up with a great hobby that doesn't take a huge amount of attention then having bees in your backyard is a great way to support bees, beekeepers, and our environment. Yeah, we had a chance to share our honey with a number of people this year, Sherry. That was a lot of fun to do that. We, in fact, shared our honey with a local business owner in Midtown of Reno, Nevada, restaurateur Chewy Gutierrez, the owner of Mari Chewy's Restaurant. What did you think of that little by libation uh, that we had there? Fabulous. We had him create a honey margarita. Yes. And oh, so good because uh, Chewy is just great with putting that uh, margarita together. And it was just lovely to be able to sip a margarita out on his patio and knowing that was our honey. Bistro honey is what Chewy uses in the honey margarita. Got to check it out. Midtown Reno. Ask for the Honey Margarita. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming up February 26th and 27th, two days, in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. That's the hub of Lyon County. That is also the same city area where Night in the Country is held annually. Didn't happen in 2020, but I'm confident it's going to happen in 2021. So many people have been there already to the Yarrington area, but not to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. What a fun thing to do if you've got kids, if you're a family member, if you've uh, maybe got some time on your hands now that you're retired, or you just want to be like me, love honey, come to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference and you'll learn all about it. You can get more information online, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Tell them Peter sent you. Sherry Hill, it was great to have you here. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. 
I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. This is our 15th year of broadcasting weekly Nevada Real Estate Radio here in Northern Nevada. Many people listen to us across the country, of course, because we stream our radio show on American Matters Media, and then we post the podcast. NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. You'll see all the shows that we've done previously. If you want to hear the entire show, maybe you just caught part of another show or you got to tune away from this show, that's what we do. We get them posted up there when we're done. So you have a chance to listen again, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Earlier on one of our other shows, I talked about how to get out of debt, manipulating some of our habits and how we buy, how we sell, how we pay our bills, the importance we put on certain expenses. And that's just part of being successful in the world of real estate. We have to get control of our lives, our financial lives. And sometimes it's really tough to do that, you know, because sometimes uh, you talk to people about saving money and they tell me, Peter, I don't have any money to save. Well, you know, the fact is I can understand that. But most people, most people who say that have expenditures, I can almost guarantee you, that they could sacrifice for a little while, do without, change some habits, and before long, they might have a little nest egg that they can do something with. I have a feeling that most of us have things like that. We just don't really think it's going to have that much impact on our lives. And maybe as one element of trying to become more financially independent, it seems like a small thing. But when I talk about making little changes in your lives, you'll be amazed how sometimes making one little change in your life has a big impact on other things in your life. And the reason is simple. It's because you prioritize the way that you're thinking. If you want to think like a more successful business person, a more successful saver, a more successful home buyer, home seller, all you have to really do is start thinking like that because you're going to become what you think about. Many books have been written about that theory. It's actually, I think, a postulate. It happens. Think about what you want to happen in your day, and that's probably what's going to happen in your day. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. Tune in again next week. Same time, same station. Tell your friends. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.